spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Nobody makes lemonade like Mike's. Introducing Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer, the only hard lemonade seltzer made by lemonade experts. It's crisp, refreshing, full-flavor hard lemonade seltzer. 100 calories, 1 gram of sugar, and gluten-free. The 12-can variety pack includes four refreshing flavors, lemon, strawberry, mango, and pineapple. Nobody makes lemonade like Mike's. Please drink responsibly. Hard seltzer with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. What if you could be a superhero? Dave here from DC On Screen. If you love this show and you want to see it continue and thrive, please be sure to visit iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a five-star written review. The process is faster than a speeding bullet. You don't even have to wear tights or a cape. I mean, you can, if you're into that kind of thing. No judgment. What's important is that you tell the world what you like about the show and why you think they should be listening too. It really does go a long way in helping our show grow and expand, pushing us into more people's eye and ear holes. That was a weird way to put that. By the way, leaving a five-star written review gets you entered into a drawing to win a free DC trade paperback DVD or Blu-ray valued at $15 or less. One in ten will win and will be chosen through a true number generator on random.org. Think of it as our version of that antiquated sexist moment where the superhero saves the girl and she gives him a little jaw sugar. (laughs) Alright, begging is over. Time for a brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 320. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we are going to be talking and getting super spoilery on Supergirl 212 Luthors. This week was a glimpse into the past of Lena Luthor. First off, it turns out she was an illegitimate spawn of Lionel's who was brought into the family without the full support of Lillian. Secondly, she's apparently embarrassing, embarrassingly better at chess than the vaulted Lex Luthor, who turns out was friends with Superman for years before the two became arch nemeses. Nemesi? Hmm. <laughs> but it let me spell in- the word nemesis without objecting so right but this word is about the es- this story is about the escape of metallo and the teamwork between him cyborg superman and lillian that ensues when metallo escapes lena is left to blame and is summarily arrested however uh kara is certain her friend wouldn't do this it does eventually turn out that the damning footage of lena was faked by cyborg super hank which exonerates lena Ultimately, a battle ensues between Supergirl and the Cadmus trio, but the results are deadly for Metallo, whose use of synthetic kryptonite are inevitably self-destructive. Cyber Hank and Lillian scuttle away, and the Manhunter shows up in time to give Supergirl enough time to save Lena, but Metallo is supposedly a goner. All the while, James and Kara have been talking, and the relationship between Guardian and Supergirl may have a future because they've talked about mutual trust now, and game night is back on. Also, Alex comes out to the gang who are all happy for her, but with varying degrees of not surprised. And Kara finally faces her feelings for Monel. The two almost kiss, even, until a fifth-dimensional imp shows up and steals the scene, declaring his love for Kara. Yeah. This this show just refuses to let her kiss people. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. And she's still a jerk in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, but she was trying to get over it there at the end, at least. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> she's like complimenting him, I guess, however that's called. Like she, she's just trying to describe him and it, it, like how they're different. And it just can, she just ends up put, shoving her foot further down her throat. Well, I mean, she says you're an arrogant dude, bro, and I'm the personification of the American way. Come on, man. He he pulls back like, and I'm arrogant. And, uh, at least you can see her kind of break and go, <laughs> yeah, that's shitty. There was at least signs of the old Kara in that scene where it's like, okay. You know what? I may be a little full of myself. Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I actively, they were going to get over it. And Monel is apparently very um, understanding. I actively but, cheered when they said, can we just stop trying to protect each other and get back to being friends with her yeah. and James? Yeah. Well, they had all that lovely stuff up front about, like, I don't need your protection. I need your trust. Um, yeah. I like the. I really like the reference to uh, from James about, like, Clark and Lex used to be friends, you know, for years. Thick and thin. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow, they've been watching Smallville. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, when they looked at, they gave us a look at some um, Luthor Manor, and it kind of looked like Smallville's Luthor Manor. <laughs> a little bit. Now, of course, Lionel comes in. He doesn't look anything like our, like I say, our Lionel. Um, <laughs> the beloved hairy face. Be- John the beloved Leather. Smallville Lionel Luthor. Um, doesn't look any look anything like that guy. Um, not nearly as good of an actor either. Nah, nah, I'm sorry. Glover, Glover was good. Um, yeah. Wh- where is it? They're they're arguing earlier, and um, she says like, "I'm not mad." You, you literally just said you were mad two seconds ago. You said you were mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was with Monel. I'm mad you're dating somebody else. Okay. Yeah. There were. Um, um, you got a great snapper con snapper car line out of this. Um, go for it. Your gumption annoys me to no end, but keep gumptioning for tomorrow's cover. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, the beginning of the episode, I, I actually wrote down, Lionel Lex, can we stay here all episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, our first look at Lex in this canon, right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess any of the Arrowverse. Well, as much as this is the Arrowverse, yeah. Well, sure. Um, or the Berlantiverse. The Berlanti multiverse. Yeah. It's got a, I wondered, you didn't get like a reaction shot out of Lex. He's just playing... He's just playing chess, and then, you know, Lena comes in and almost seems to, like, learn the game and then start beating him in short order. Mm-hmm. I, I, wanted, I wanted, like, a nice reaction shot of Lex that, with, like, a, a furled, I will kill you kind of eyebrow. No such luck. <laughs> yeah, I was somewhat annoyed with that. Not not the fact that she could beat him, but because they used it to be like, or does she have something up her sleeve? Yeah, I don't know. That little... <laughs> it's like this infamous shot people use when they're... um. Trying to just hold out hope for the uh, for the villain there. Yeah, you know, as soon as the car gets out, she moves the piece one more. What is it? It's like the White Knight? I think she moves over. Mm-hmm. Because of course. Mm-hmm. And stares <laughs> into the darkness. Yeah. Into the very essence of her soul. Mm-hmm. Now I would yeah. be impressed with it at least if if I could if I could freeze frame that board and go recreate it right now and come up with like a, a plausible way that everyone is represented and uh, moved around and they actually were using that in. You know, as part of the backstory for the show right now, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But that's never happened. It's just some stupid shot people use to make sure you can't really <laughs> trust somebody. Right. I, you know, I would love if they figured out what the chessboard meant. And Kara's like, "Wait a minute is 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 James the Black Knight? No, no, no. no that is I racist. Do, no, I wouldn't. That is no, awful. Never. I would." Uh... <laughs> 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 I 
Anyway. <laughs> Why uh, the Black Knight and the White Bishop always, like, right together? Um, <clears throat> um. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> yeah, silly thing that they do. Silly thing that they do. Now, um, uh, the little coming out scene at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Hank's like, of course I knew. I'm psychic. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Followed by uh, Mons. Is that is that not a thing people do on this planet? <laughs> on Daxum, it's more than merrier. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> he's really, uh, he's really getting me somewhere with the show right now. I've I've gotten to the point where I'm big on Monel now. Yeah. And he's he's the he's so, I mean, so far he's funny. Like he he makes me laugh at least a couple times an episode. Um, and he's on screen more now, so he's making me laugh more than Win. But that's not Win's fault. Mm-hmm. Win is still probably the funniest per pound on the show. But um, yeah, they've they've got Monel doing fun stuff. There's a good backstory behind him this this year it's going to look like and he's so far the most plausible partner for Kara that they've put on on screen. So far. Yeah. I would still love to know exactly why Kara broke up with uh what's his face? James. James? I don't know. I don't know. I am not. I mean sure. she she did sort of I think allude to it like she couldn't be with someone because she was Supergirl. I'm like, "When did you decide that? When did we say that?" What? Yeah, like between seasons. Maybe I need um, to go back to the show and look at it. I don't know. Yeah, what happened is at the end of the season, she like she got so hopeful that it exhausted all of her hope for her own relationships. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> that must have been it. So when when Alex tells Monel, uh, some people here aren't big on on ladies loving ladies. It made me <laughs> cringe because in in my old friend group, I mean we're still all friends, but. It was well established that you don't say ladies. <laughs> just, a, just an inner. It's just inner creepy. Thing. <laughs> it's just creepy. Like no one has ever pulled that off. No one has ever pulled off saying ladies without feel like it just sounded creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like they were at home combing like their the, chest hair the, or something. Yeah, the grease in someone's hair triples instantly <laughs> when they use ladies. And one button comes down. And what was previously a nice uh, a nice set of jeans becomes a leather pant. <laughs> just in an instant. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I had thought I thought she had already come out to everyone anyway. I no, nah, it's it's it has felt like it was. She a, did gather. The, I think the people that didn't technically know, and you know, it's good for you to go ahead and let everybody know. Yeah, it's a cathartic moment for people, especially yeah. when it goes over so well. Like she's she's having a great great time right now. Relationships mm-hmm. going well. Everybody's pretty much on board with this. Like. This doesn't normally often go go that well. Yeah, I, I, you know, I kind of wish Jean of all people had just been like, "No, <laughs> I won't have it." Just nah, like just angry, bigoted uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I wouldn't want that. Anyway, um, the courtroom scene. Alex says when when they get uh, Metallo on on the stand. Alex goes, I hate him. And Kara goes, he literally has no heart. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, you guys. Really? Yeah. Now, apparently he was a fan favorite. Um, was he? I, I, he was spoken of as a fan favorite in some of the media that I ran across. They say they say that about everything. About things. Um, I don't, I didn't have him, I didn't hate him when he was on last time by any stretch. I thought that weird flapping his arms thing was, was a weird choice. But other than that, mm-hmm. I thought he's fine. But I, um... Not sad he's gone, you know. He he looked pretty gone. Yeah, he I mean he might be gone. Up. Yeah, when we didn't see a body, but his body was apparently a bomb. So yeah, but knows? we didn't see a body. I know. 
<laughs> but um, Super Hank's still out there, I guess, so we'll see him. I, I suspect we'll see the poor man's Tom Hardy once again. Right. <laughs> Allow me to treat you as hostile. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I feel kind of bad, but I like Eve Tessmacher better than Kara at this point. Uh, nah, she'll come around. She'll come around. I actually do like Eve Tessmacher, though. I mean, she's interesting. Yeah, she's been fun. She's fun. Carl, uh, Carl will go back to being charming soon. I didn't have uh, really much else on the episode. It was kind of a, it was it's pretty. It was a, I don't know, kind of a rote episode, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Not a very surprising thing. Like I love Lex's, uh, uh, the the Lex technology that they found, mm-hmm. like giant old axe, uh, the Black Mercy still looking good. Yeah, I actually got to see his battle armor. Mm-hmm. That was all really cool. But um, you know the the thing I ended up taking away from this episode more than anything is, uh, and I'm glad they're wrapping up a little bit on this whole Guardian. Um, Supergirl, uh, can they work together thing? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So the thing I liked about it though was like she's facing the idea of a of a Batman. Like this is a thing that I feel like Superman and Batman kind of have to go through too. Is like there's this person that you care about, but you know they're in way more danger than you are. But you have to respect the fact that they make their choices too. Right. Like out in the field, you've got to be able to trust them to have your back. But you know you don't. Like you don't want to think of them as this vulnerable thing that's supposed to have your back, and you don't want to think of them as something you need to be protecting the whole time. Like you want to be out in the field working together. And there's a, I don't know, there's a psychological hump. I would figure any Superman, Supergirl, Superwoman would have to get over to be out there in the field with a mortal and be able to really work with them and not like in spite of them or yeah, be constantly on the lookout. So anyway, I like that she's gone through that little journey. She's found her Bruce, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. How cool was it in the courtroom scene when Metallister's blasting and he's blasting all around Lillian and she's just sitting there grinning? <laughs> I think that may have been the best she's been. That and the, when she later says the line, if they can take the, or maybe even earlier, I don't remember where it was, but mm-hmm. if they can take the greatest mind and make him go insane defending himself, like when she's just passionately talking about Lex, like that's ridiculous. He's clearly evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and I get, I kept getting confused. Like they made it seem like Lena's way smarter than Lex. Mm-hmm. And they're like the greatest mind of all time. Your greatest mind is clearly the, what what happened. Well, Lillian clearly believes that Lex is smarter than Lena. Like she doesn't think much of Lena. I know, but it doesn't I mean. Well, apparently that's um, that's a love child she's she, got there. So yeah, she's got blinders on, man. Yeah, I know. Which is my answer for this. Um, <laughs> Roland Smoker messaged us. He said, she has to pay for what her cousin did to your brother. Uh, is Supergirl really at fault for what someone else did and to someone not even present? It sounds like something out of a parody. I thought it was a joke for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dumb line, man. It really was. But at the same time, again, she's got blinders on. She thinks, you know, she that is how she thinks. She hates Supergirl. She hates aliens. Oh, she's xenophobic as fuck. That's yeah, bad. I mean... She's probably going, you know, you're an alien like him, you're his cousin, you got the cape, you're wearing a suit. No, you have to pay for what your cousin, for what her cousin did to your brother. I mean, uh, if they were establishing it yeah, more as, so. like, the whipping boy effect, where they say, like, you have to pay, I want him to see, you know, I want him to see what I do to you. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get to him later. I'm going to break everything he loves first. Now, if that was the angle, or if they'd expressed that more, I, I think it gives it a little more bearing but yeah. as it's just like you got an s on you're going down because it's convenient that i'm over here casting the show tyler hockland's not on right now 
<laughs> Shall we address the elephant in the room? The elephant-sized plot hole? Oh, um, yeah, go for it. There's, uh, there's kryptonite. Why don't we send the person who's vulnerable to kryptonite instead of the Martian? Mm, mm. I mean, he does show up at the end, but, I mean, a little bit, little bit too late, man. Come on. Yeah. This could have gone a lot better. Yeah, they gotta start, um, splitting up duties a little bit better. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, it, if they do that, if there is a time where they, where they reverse that kind of call, where, like, there's a, a kryptonite-based enemy out in the field, and Supergirl's like, all right, I'm on it. I think it'll be when that finally goes, um, I, I, what if, what if we send the person yeah. that's not allergic to kryptonite? Just saying, throwing it out there, throwing it. Yep. What if like, Hank went this time? Is there any but possible way that we can... You, yeah, yeah. You can just... super sit here in this chair while Hank takes care of this problem. Yeah. I think Carl gets to learn a, a lesson about relying on others again. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, you can uh, even make it funny. Like they sit there and play Scrabble, and Kara's annoyed, just like like fuming yeah. under under. Just you can see her growing incandescent with rage that she can't get out in the field, and they're like trying to distract her with a game of Uno or something. <laughs> so it could be stupid. <laughs> like they start playing video games, and that giant DEO screen up there, and you on one little small screen, you see you see Hank like beating the crap out of the guy that she's <laughs> she's watching the little screen with Hank. They're watching mm. like this giant shoot him out or whatever. It could yeah, be funny. It could be. be great. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, nope. Nope. <clears throat> we got Mr. Mixer Spittle next week. I said that right, right? Mixy Spittle. Mixy Mixy Spittle. Let's see how this show pronounces it then. I think he did it. I think he did Mixy Spittle. Uh, yeah, I think he did Mixy Spittle. Yeah. Mixy Anyway. I'd forgotten he was next week and then the oh. little glimmer happened in the room. Oh, yeah, it's next week. Did you recognize the uh, the box that Lillian picked up and said, "Oh, my darling boy, you finished it." What is that? I didn't catch it. It looked like little yeah, little sonic disruptors. Or was, was I that? Couldn't or tell. is that something else? She just picked up like a metal box, as far as I could tell. That was like a colander. Okay. See, I, it was unclear to me. There was that box, and then later she threw that like sonic disruptor thingy, and I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the box contained the sonic disruptor thingy. Yeah, I don't know. But she still think, had that box with her when she left. Yeah, I think I think she still had the box when she left. I don't know if it was like, oh, there's more of these in here, or if the little sonic grenade was just extra swag that he had hanging around. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever, whatever's in that little box, we'll we'll find out soon. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna do it for this episode, guys. Uh, oh, and you know what's happening next next week though is you know obviously no, obviously makes a spit lick. But again, yeah, sure. the show not letting her kiss people, getting back to that point. Um, They've already said in the synopsis, though, that it's going to create tension between Monel and uh, Kara because Monel has seen these kinds of creatures before, mm. and she's like, she just like tries to shrug him off, like, oh, that's weird. He's like, no, you got to take it seriously. So, yeah, they're not, they're not going to let her kiss, apparently, ever anybody. She is not to love. <laughs> Poor Supergirl. No, no. All right, we are DC on Screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We're proud members of the Giant. Giant Says Team Up Network, GiantSaysTeamUp.com. Uh, we're going to be coming right back with a review of Arrow 513, Spectre of the Gun. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Back.
Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.